What is the meaning of running a business? Of course, I have to write a disclaimer, as usual. I had my career in the automotive field as an advisor, but I never advised on the financial aspects of the business. But as shown in the image above, it was like always trying to run at high speed, to stay where you are. Until Maruti arrived, two companies dominated the car scene, and two others dominated the truck scene. One company dominated in the scooter segment, with most others being also ran. Before the general public realized, Maruti had taken over the market. Then Tata Motors tried to get into this segment in the late 90s of the last century. I am not going to write about the relative qualities of the vehicles. These are well known. Musk tweet. Replying to it Anthonius online. Production is hard. Production with positive cash flow is extremely hard. Mahindra tweet. You said it, at Elon Musk and we've been doing that for decades now. Still sweating and slaving away at it. It's our way of life. Recently, replying to a tweet by Elon Musk, Anand Mahindra had told Elon, making cars and staying cash positive is a big task, in fact, an almost impossible task. You have to just get used to it. Each market has its pluses and minuses. For the last 20 years, Toyota and VW have managed to do this the world over. But the Indian market is highly cost-sensitive. Both Toyota and VW are simply hanging on to be in India. They have never got the numbers they expected in India. Suzuki is now Toyota's unofficial partner in India, whereas Skoda is the official partner of VW in India. All new developments are indirectly handled by Suzuki and Skoda for their partners. Toyota and Suzuki are setting up a joint EV battery plant in India. I have had direct interaction with GM but never had one with Ford. Let me give my take on this. To begin with, Indian people never much liked the cars introduced by them in India. Though they came late to the party, they did not understand the Indian need for smooth engines and gear changes. Japanese and Koreans had given us the smooth cars. Honestly, there is nothing wrong with having rough sounds it is their offering style. VW cars also fall in this category. I discussed this aspect with a German director of Tata Motors, and he explained this aspect in detail. It is like Pune people saying that the food cooked in the Kolhapur area is too hot it is about individual preferences. Model styling and smoothness went against GM and Ford. I have attended a vendor conference GM had arranged. It started one and a half hours late. This has at least never happened whenever I have attended such meetings. The GM bosses from wherever they came, six helicopters were used to ferry them the meeting was not at a remote place, it was at Oxford Club in Pune. I have never seen such a waste anywhere. Another manufacturer, during certain tough financial times, had held the meeting in a much simpler read cheaper place. During the conference, I had remarked to a friend that GM India will never be cash positive. We were developing an assembly for GM. There were significant delays all around. GM Global Purchase Head was in town, and we were invited for a meeting with him. The idea was to thrash vendors who would not speak in front of the big boss. But I explained how GM had delayed on most aspects, though there was a minor delay from our side. The big boss thankfully listened to me. Later I came to know that the GM team was thrashed. Ford also probably were not sure about their strategies in India. They had always supported the Indian operation by making many engines, for their South African operations, near Chennai. They began operations jointly with Mahindra and later separated. This happened a second time the latest separation took place in 2019. It appears they also never managed to have the clarity of what they wanted to do in India. Their products back in the US and Europe somehow have matched local tastes and cost structure, but never happened in India. GM and Chrysler were brought out of existential problems by the US government about 15 years ago, during recession caused by subprime issues. But apparently, they have not learned from those lessons. 
As against this, Bajaj Auto also had problems when they switched over from scooter production to motorcycle production. One thing about them is that they have always been a debt-free company. They came up with Pulsar model, and the rest, as they say, is history. Bajaj found another method to grow their market. They went into export of their motorcycles. With the price and quality, they beat the Chinese products in African markets. Currently, they export about 15 million motorcycles every year. They have already made a foray into the EV with a model called Chaitok. Force Motors is another debt-free company that does much smaller operations. They have Traveler as their flagship model and other models that are mostly low-end. Low-end models have a specific market in rural areas. They also have a similar three-wheeler model used as a low-cost operation for ferrying passengers and goods. Toyota and VW have low-volume operations in India, but they earn profits in each sold vehicle. Nowadays, Toyota has started selling entirely manufactured cars made by Suzuki in India. In short, for specific models, Toyota uses its established sales network. Harley-Davidson is another case that judged the Indian market incorrectly. The above bike is sold in India for at RS 32 slash lakhs. That is about the US dollar 4000 slash. How many people would buy such costly models? Again there is a question of smoothness of the engine. I have known a couple people who have bought Suzuki Habusa costs at RS 15 slash lakhs. But there is a vast difference between 15 and 32 lakhs, and on top of it, there is a smoothness issue. Harley-Davidson, Ford and GM have all decided to wind up their India operations. Man Trucks also did that, but they were in India for a comparatively short period. Why they have wound up would probably be not known to even people working in Man Trucks, so I would not speculate. They definitely had a good product. There are small operations like Mercedes Trucks, Volvo buses running in India. I am sure they must be doing something right. But since I have retired, probably it is not easy for me to find out. But for established companies, an onslaught of new latecomers is always on. They have to be on their toes all the time. At least currently, I do not visualize closures of foreign players in India, but you never know.